out into the open, they saw a gypsy caravan, shining with newness, painted a canary yellow picked out with green and red wheels. "'There you are!' cried the toad, straddling and expanding himself. "'There's real life for you, embodied in that little cart. "'The open road, the dusty highway, the heath, the rolling downs, "'travel, change, interest, excitement, the whole world before you, "'and a horizon that's always changing.' And mind, this is the very finest cart of its sort that was ever built, without any exception. Come inside and look at the arrangements. Plan them all myself, I did. The mole was tremendously interested and excited, and followed him eagerly into the interior of the caravan. The rat only snorted and thrust his hands deep into his pockets, remaining where he was. It was indeed very compact and comfortable. Little sleeping bunks, a little table that folded up against the wall, a cooking stove, lockers, bookshelves, a birdcage with a bird in it, and pots, pans, jugs and kettles of every size and variety. All complete, said the toad triumphantly, pulling open a locker. You see, biscuits, potted lobster, sardines, everything you could possibly want. Soda water here, backy there, letter paper, bacon, jam, cards and dominoes. You'll find that nothing whatever has been forgotten when we make our start this afternoon. I beg your pardon, said the rat slowly, but uh, did I overhear you say something about we and start and this afternoon? Now, you dear good old ratty, said Toad imploringly, don't begin talking in that stiff and sniffy sort of way, because, you know, I can't possibly manage without you. So please consider it settled. You surely don't mean to stick to your dull, fusty old river all your life and just live in a hole in a bank and boat. I don't care, said the rat doggedly. I'm not coming, and that's flat. And I am going to stick to my old river and live in a hole and boat. And what's more, Mole's going to stick to me and do as I do. Aren't you, Mole? Of course I am, said the Mole loyally. All the same, it sounds as if it might have been, well, rather fun, you know, he added wistfully. The Rat saw what was passing in his mind and wavered. He hated disappointing people, and he was fond of the Mole and would do almost anything to oblige him. Toad was watching both of them closely. "'Come along in and have some lunch, and we'll talk it over. "'Of course I don't really care. Ha! "'I only want to give pleasure to you fellows.' "'During luncheon, which was excellent, of course, "'as everything at Toad Hall always was, "'the Toad simply let himself go. "'Disregarding the rat, he proceeded to play "'upon the inexperienced mole as on a harp.' Naturally a voluble animal, he painted the prospects of the trip and the joys of the open life in such glowing colours that the mole could hardly sit in his chair for excitement. Somehow it soon seemed taken for granted by all three of them that the trip was a settled thing, and the rat, though still unconvinced in his mind, allowed his good nature to override his personal objections. He could not bear to disappoint his two friends, who were already deep in schemes and anticipations, planning out each day's separate occupation for several weeks ahead. When they were quite ready, the now triumphant Toad led his companions to the paddock and set them to capture the old grey horse, who, without having been consulted and to his own extreme annoyance, had been told off by Toad for the dustiest job in this dusty expedition. He frankly preferred the paddock and took a good deal of catching. 
Meantime, Toad packed the lockers still tighter with necessaries and hung nose-bags, nets of onions, bundles of hay and baskets from the bottom of the cart. At last, the horse was caught and harnessed, and they set off, all talking at once, each animal either trudging by the side of the cart or sitting on the shaft as the humour took him. It was a golden afternoon. The smell of the dust they kicked up was rich and satisfying. Out of thick orchards on either side of the road, birds called and whistled to them cheerily. Good-natured wayfarers passing them gave them good day, or stopped to say nice things about their beautiful cart, and rabbits, sitting at their front doors in the hedgerows, held up their forepaws and said, Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my! Late in the evening, tired and happy and miles from home, they drew up on a remote common and ate their simple supper sitting on the grass by the side of the cart. Toad talked big about all he was going to do in the day...